came out. I don't remember how many followers I had because mm-hmm. it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I just did it and just started talking. Yeah, just no reason. Like, mm-hmm. I never had any, like, agenda that I wanted to, like, For sure. talk about or anything. Yeah, it was yeah. Just yeah. Like, you're just like, huh, just let like, me see what this uh, feature is all about. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Interesting, man. And I uh, just kept doing that. Sometimes they they were uh, stupid, you know. <laughs> Other times, like we got into some some interesting topics or whatever. And then like that, do you have like do you have your followers that usually interact? That people that oh like, yeah, those go are my o- live with you. My OGs. Mm. They, I know who they are. They, they know who they are. Uh, my OGs recognize OGs. <laughs> For sure. Nice. Izzy Justin right there. He's an OG. Seth Ollinger. He's an OG. <laughs> OG, what, what? <laughs> yeah. And then the people are like, "Can I be an OG?" Yeah. Bitch. How many? I mean, how you many? Already know you're how not did an OG. you? Uh, how did you start your whole like Instagram game, or like how did how did you start the whole social media thing? Um, it actually started because uh, like I didn't have any social media like a year <laughs> and a half ago, and um, my friend, my friend Pat recommended that I would that I get one because it would be good oh shit should I get no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he actually he actually recommended that I get one because mm-hmm. it would be good to like for to get sponsors because mm-hmm. uh, I was competing and fight I was already doing my MMA I was already competing in jiu-jitsu tournaments mm-hmm. as well and it actually like I was just I wanted to do a uh, jiu-jitsu tournament and I was like damn I don't really I don't really feel like paying you know, 120 bucks or whatever the registration was to, mm-hmm. to do the tournament. And um, and then we started talking about this, and he was like, yeah, you should, maybe you should get an Instagram, you know? And really? I was like, just like that? Yeah. Like- we were just, we literally were just chilling in the hotel room. We were on a work trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, nah, I don't, I don't really like social media. I don't like all that shit. Yeah, because a lot of people don't, especially people in the service. I mean, people who are who are like more in the industry. It was like, just, just like stay away from it for the most part. It's just more like drama, you know, like exactly. everyone in your business and stuff, and and uh, putting it out there. So I, I really wasn't all about that. Mm-hmm. And um, but he was like, "Yeah, man. I mean, it's a good way to to advertise for sponsors, this and that." And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I mean, I guess so." <laughs> and you know, and then um, and then. He he owned a business. He owns mm-hmm. a uh, a custom motorcycle shop nice. called Green Devil Garage in Virginia nice. Beach, and and like he builds like all these badass bikes and stuff. So, um, I was like, well, I was like, would you want to sponsor me for this jujitsu tournament? And he was like, you know, yeah, I'll I'll sponsor you. And I was like, fuck yeah, I don't there have to go. pay, I don't have to pay shit. for this tournament. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'll, I'll wear your hat or shirt or whatever, you know. And uh, so I ended up doing that and. Um, did the tournament and then like on the podium you know like mm-hmm. i wore wore his shirt and uh like posted on instagram i had like six followers <laughs> so i don't know, you know if, everybody's got to start somewhere you know i don't i don't know if he got his uh, return of on investment yeah. but uh you know it That's ended funny. it ended up just going from there and i was like oh man that was easy you know yeah. that was cool so then i reached out to like other friends of mine that that had businesses and was mm-hmm. like hey i can you know, do you, would, would you be interested? Like yeah, and sponsor me, and I can wear you know a hat or a t-shirt or something like that. And um, 
you know, and I can <laughs> I can put you on my Instagram. <laughs> you know, at that time I had like six followers. Like and what said. was this? You said this was like about a, like a year ago. Um, it was uh, like a year and a half ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. And um, so Instagram was already kind of popular. There was already like some influence I mean, or something like that. I, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. So I, I remember coming on to Instagram and, uh, you know, a couple of my friends had like 600 followers or mm -hmm. something. And I had like six, you know, mm -hmm. so I was like, damn, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm way behind, you know, yeah. and like uh, and then like one I remember one of my friends had like 2000 followers and I was and he had like 150 likes per picture I was Shit. like whoa dude that's crazy yeah, you're like big, famous yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 you think, you think cuz you see that you're like fuck it's a whole cuz it's a whole new game it's a whole new thing um, now that we have some followers we um you can let everybody know on your live too we're on um the Black House MMA page um, so we're here at Black House MMA in the uh, newest part of the facility in the fast switch part um, where we do all our strength and conditioning for the fighters. Um, we're here today with Mitch Aguiar, you know, um, U.S. Navy SEAL, all around badass. Um, I'm going to let him explain a little bit about who he is, you know, kind of, uh, kind of what's his hustle and what kind of differentiates himself from everybody else that is kind of in the industry. That's kind of why we call the podcast Raw Life. It's about just people doing the raw hustle of like actually what's going on in the real world, not so much just of like what people see on TV and you know what people see on Instagram and social media. So it's a little bit more in depth about like who these people actually are. Because you see a guy like this, you see he's an MMA fighter, you see he's a Navy SEAL, you see all these crazy things, and you think like, man, I how can I be like that? I can never be that type of person. Like you hold this these type of people to like such a high stature. So it's really cool to be able to be in touch with somebody like this and, you know, kind of hear your story and hear kind of what you're all about. So, like, for the people who don't know who you are, who are you? <laughs> okay, yeah, for uh, for the people who don't know who I am, um, I'm Mitch Aguiar. Uh, no, one, no one really special. I just, you know, I just, uh, the only thing that I do differently, I guess, is um, execute plans and, and, like, ideas or goals or whatever. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I've been in the military for 10 years um, uh, with the with the SEAL teams, and uh, I'm getting out of the SEAL teams in a few months to pursue uh, fighting full time. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's it. I, I how have, long have how long have you been in the SEALs? I uh, joined the Navy in 2008. And went straight um, really to buds. Yeah. Wow. And what, I mean, was that your goal going in? How, like, how did, how did all that start for you? Were you just like, were you all about like gung-ho about the military from when you were little? Like how, how did that no, whole thing start No, no, definitely not. Um, I mean, my, my parents were both in the Navy mm -hmm. uh, growing up and they both kind of encouraged me, you know, like maybe you should join the military, you know, it's a good this and that. And, and, um, and, and I, I really didn't want anything to really? do with it. I was like, no, nah, I don't think the military's for me. And, um, you know, my my dad was a, a combat cameraman uh, mm -hmm. attached with wow. with uh, with the SEAL teams, and um, so he got to do a lot of things with them and everything. And um, he he always encouraged me a lot to to join the Air Force or Navy or, or one of the one of the branches. And and I, yeah, I was just like, nah, I don't think that's for me, you yeah. know. And I was kind of like a free spirit, like I didn't really want to to do all that. And then um, at the end of high school. Uh, like all my friends or a couple of my close friends were talking about joining and they were like yeah we could do the buddy program this and that I was like nah I don't, I don't think so man I just don't want to do that and then 
all of a sudden out of nowhere like i was just bored one day and a navy, <laughs> navy recruiter walked in and he was like hey you want to join the navy and i was like fuck it sure let's try it oh man and uh he was, he was like yeah you look like you're in good shape uh do you want to be a seal and did I was you play like, sports were you sure were you all about like sports in high school like how, how yeah was i that? played uh football basketball and lacrosse damn so just all around and then all of a sudden just straight to the navy and then how yeah. how was that first experience for you was it like was it nerve-wracking was it something that when you first got in you kind of like knew you wanted to do it or did you like build up build up to kind of like where you're at now because i mean you said you took the jump straight from the beginning into buds like was that more of a like fucking i'm going all in or this is like damn i got a taste of this this is what i want to do no i just uh i didn't what like the recruiter he was just like hey do you want to be a seal and i was like um sure <laughs> you know I, I really didn't even know what it was that's wild i just like i saw like some of the commercials of them like sneaking around on the beach and mm -hmm. stuff and and that's like the, literally the only thing I knew about it for sure and um my mom you know she was she was there mm -hmm. that day and uh she was like yeah you, you know if you're gonna join the military like you should be a seal like they're like the the best of the best mm -hmm. and I was like oh, okay so yeah. yeah that was it and I was just like yeah I'll do it for sure and what do you think it was like over time or just like as just you being in the service period like what do you think drove you to where you are now because right now you're a CEO of your own company you know you're doing all these inspirational things you did the 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 walk of of the 300 you know the first people in what like 2000 years or something like yeah, that yeah it's it? like 20 2500 years yeah since, since the spartans did it yeah and you're the first person to finish so like it i mean something something builds you to that point you weren't like it just doesn't happen out of nowhere you know what i mean like what what do you think it was because like now you're training seals too right you're not just like you're not just like just do it you're not just in it to just be there and you're like as a person you're giving back a lot more than you're taking from people as far as like to the community with different veterans just like look how you are just on social media actually putting out a voice and you know putting out some positivity yeah putting out some real shit of you know calling people out whatever but it more often than not it's a positive message you know and it i don't you don't always see that with people who come back or people who are in the service it's a little bit more of a bitter mentality or a little bit more straight up hardcore this is what it is like with you it seems like a little bit more of an openness you know um yeah i mean I, I definitely try to to give back and to to just society in general, you know, and um, like as far as the the community, um, you know, like the the SEAL community is is supposed su like mostly very quiet, you know, like quiet professionals and everything, and and um, you know we have an ethos and it you know it states like. You know, I don't advertise the nature of my work nor seek recognition for my actions. So I always try to like adhere to that. You know, just to me, like like there's there's a there are seals out there that disagree with the fact that that I'm in like a, a public eye. You know, mm -hmm. or, or like you know with social media or whatever, um, because there's such a bitter taste in in our community's mouths due to people writing books all the time and mm -hmm. and doing the movies and shit and like trying to glorify like you know missions and this and that and uh you know it's always like since you're in like it's like frowned upon and like you know don't write books don't do this you know don't do that so um you know 
some people take that as like you don't fucking do anything and Period. and you yeah. know you don't tell anyone what you do for a living or this and that like it's some secret and mm-hmm. and like you know i i take it as you know i i don't care if you know my job title if mm-hmm. you know how i've made a living the last 10 years yeah i'm a seal and am i going to tell you any details about like missions i've done or tactics or anything like that no yeah. I, i'm not I'm not going to do that because I feel like that is advertising the nature For of sure. your work. For sure. You know, and uh, if I can't help that I've, I've made a living yeah, this yeah, way yeah. For, for 10 sure, years, for you sure. know what I mean? Sure, and like, sure. I'm not going to, I'm not going to also hide it yeah. either. You know, that's like, the thing. you're putting yourself out there in a way to where people look up to you and then they ask you, oh, what do you do? It's not, oh, he's a Navy SEAL. That's why I look up to him. People is like, damn, this guy's really cool. Like before I even well, met you, you walked into Black House. I met you, all those things. And then we kind of started talking. And then after we started talking a little bit, then we kind of like I kind of learned that. And it's like, shit, man, we we're talking about something completely different. We we're talking about like people losing weight and how it's like a mentality rather than like, oh, I have to try to like get get the process going first and that builds the, builds the mentality no you have to make that decision in your mind like hey this is what i want to do and this is what i got to do to get there you know so yeah there's like so there's like a, a saying i heard um you know and it, and it really resonated with me like that i think other people should ask themselves you know it's like um you know are you are you a navy seal or a, are you a badass because you're a navy seal or are you a Navy SEAL because you're a badass yeah like does it define you you know what I mean like is that the only thing you have is like to lean on the reputation of of guys like especially dudes like like I'm I'm no longer operating because I'm getting out in a few months you know I'm just teaching mm-hmm. and I'm instructing you know which is important but it's like there's also guys that are out there doing the grind the you know yeah. they're, they're out there fucking in platoons doing the grind all that stuff and and those guys you know are quiet they're not they're not out seeking glory or whatever you know um they're not writing books they're not doing this and that they're doing the job because they they love the job and and they love the brotherhood or whatever and uh you know and and i totally respect that and you know and if if guys like at, at one point that was me mm-hmm. and that's, you know, all I, I wanted to be was a seal and this and that. And uh, now I'm ready for a new chapter in my life, you know, and, and that, that train is gonna keep going, you know, for sure. and you can only ride it for so long and then eventually it's your stop, you know? And if you think sure. that that train's gonna stop when you stop or get off, like yeah. it doesn't, it keeps, keeps going. going. <laughs> and you know, it doesn't look back. So that's what some people, and some people are kind of blind to that, you know, they don't, they don't understand that. Yeah, for sure. When they, when they're in it, and and you know, I was, and I don't blame those guys because I was guilty of that too. For sure. You know, at one point I was a young, dumb, fucking one platooner, just cocky as fuck, and thought like nothing else mattered but the platoon or the sealed life, and you just you grow up, you get yeah, more, you you're more mature, and you learn. And yeah, and you start to figure out what your what your actual niche is, like what um what you what you want to do as a person like beyond that because like you said you start passing through all these different things and then you start realizing like shit this isn't it the train passes like everything else keeps going yeah i mean and but i mean it's a super important job and like if guys are passionate about it like this the teams need passionate guys Mm -hmm. in that job because it's a very 
important and difficult and dangerous job you know so you need to be locked on and like doing that shit so the guys that are that are that are in it grinding and fucking whatever i'm i'm 100 percent supportive of those guys 100%. And, and like super happy for them if, if that's if they're happy and they're definitely doing, definitely know? and like the biggest thing i'm seeing so now you're that you're getting out of it you're moving into more of a ceo position you're kind of doing your own thing being a little bit more of an entrepreneur kind of just getting back into society it seems like you're inspiring a lot of people through social media like whether like you said you're not necessarily out there advertising but there is something to be said about being genuine and people seem to like latch on to that with you so like what um i mean what are what are your goals and aspirations now like i know you're starting your own company like what's what's that all about yeah well um i just i honestly i never intended to uh start an apparel line mm-hmm. it just kind of happened um mm-hmm. <laughs> by chance i i was so it stemmed from the whole sponsors thing uh that was a way then I figured out how to get more sponsors. I was like, you know, I can have, I can take your logo instead of wearing, um, you know, one person's shirt and taking a picture, mm-hmm. you know, and posting it, and then another person's shirt taking a picture, posting. I couldn't do that, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, how can I, kind of get more sponsors, but kind of sum it all up. And I was like, oh, I could print all their logos on the back of a T-shirt, mm-hmm. like my fight shirt. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and uh, you know, I that's how I essentially approached these, these companies. And I was like, Hey, I can put your logo on the back of my shirt, whatever. Um, you know, and, and I'm going to make a hundred or so of these shirts and give them out. So your logo will be on a hundred t-shirts, um, mm-hmm. for X amount of dollars or whatever. So people were like, yeah, that's cool. And, um, did that. And then I made my own fight shirts, but I'm the smashing frog. So mm-hmm. my fucking logo looks like a, like a Ninja turtle, you know, <laughs> on a shirt. And, uh, so it was like, people and i would always get like super excited when i saw people wearing my shirts you know i was like oh that's fucking awesome man like thanks for your support but then like people aren't gonna wear like a ninja turtle shirt all the time so Mm -hmm. i was like i was like damn i need to think of like a a more everyday like kind Mm -hmm. of shirt that people can wear just because that was like the main reason i just wanted to see people wearing my shit yeah yeah, for sure and then uh you know, and I, I started uh, at that time, I was always saying like mindset is everything like and I was like, well, you know, a lot of people look to me for motivational shit. So maybe I should do like more of like a motivational type shirt or a couple designs, you know. And um, so I, I did, just sat down and doodled like some some designs I thought were cool. And um, my buddy Slim, uh, Miami Slim, shout out. He uh, nice. he helped me uh He's a graphic designer and helped me in bring Miami? bring him to life. Now, oh, I, was about to I say, forget I'm why he, Miami, I forget so why, why he I'll, told me his I'll name is business, Miami Slim. <laughs> he lives in Virginia and he's a skinny black guy. I told him he should be Virginia Slim. <laughs> but uh, Miami Slim, that's awesome. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so he helped me like bring these designs to life. And and Giovanni Ruffin, shout out to him. He's a former uh, NFL running back. He's he's super motivational too. He's got his own company called Take No Days Off, and nice. he helped me like get um get the like all kind of tightened with the apparel lot mm-hmm. like you know just the ins and outs of you know anything you do yeah. you don't know what you, you don't know it's and a whole different it's a whole different ball game yeah so, so into he, that world. they uh they helped me kind of get it going and then um came up with a couple of the designs and they took off pretty well and uh and then you know and then i saw people wearing them more often and i was like 
hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and now it's turned into something completely different. Yeah, it's now like, it's like now grown- you have like a following. Now it's like people looking to you every day, and like even even simple things that just happen throughout your daily life. So like you had a video go viral recently on YouTube, yeah. and I and I just happened to be watching the live video. A lot of people happen to be watching <laughs> the live video. And it was crazy, and it was, I mean, you you calling out a dude, I mean, and not even calling him out, the guy called himself out, you know? Yeah. The guy pretty much, and, and a lot of people like that, just putting themselves in, in just bad spots and just, like, the, a lot of fakeness that we see in society today and people trying to do shit like that, and you just, I mean, you're <laughs> real. That's that's genuine. You're live. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no fucking fake in that. There's no, yeah. so it's just, it's crazy to see when things like that happen. And then, you know, you you act the way you do and, and just, like, resonate the way you do with people. And it's out of realness that people, fuck, man, I want, like, what, and not necessarily to react like that in, a, in that specific situation, but fuck, man, like, I should stand up for what I believe in, whatever it is, going to fucking work every day, whatever it is. It just motivates you a little bit to be like, fuck, man. I gotta be like that a little bit too, you know, and it's just like it's 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 impressive. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool, man. That's honestly like the 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 biggest like return I get out of like my Instagram is just like the thousands of people that have written me, like you know, telling me that I helped them in some way or another, which I would never have met these people or or know them, you know, even if if I help someone, you know, simple as like lose some weight. You know, and then they they feel more confident, and then they it's just like it Little starts things, starts man. a yeah. starts a chain in their life, you know, or something. And sure. I've I've had three people have written me saying like you know that they were thinking about suicide, but because of like my positivity, this and that, mm-hmm. they it's helped them. And I mean that's just, just crazy it to me to think, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and like like I I don't feel like I'm doing anything really crazy different. or yeah, different. Just I'm here. just I'm just living my life and kind of posting some pictures and and stating like my views on things and and uh it's awesome that it's helping people and uh yeah like that's that's honestly like the most rewarding part about everything i'm doing like i find i have found more genuine satisfaction from that than than a lot you know of anything yeah, like anything just like buying a car going out you know doing all these different things that you can that you can do that don't necessarily like benefit anybody else but you see like just being yourself and like just being trying to be genuine and progress in life and actually just trying to better yourself you're you're actually bettering other people and not and by showing them not by telling them hey you gotta wake up at 4 a.m because there's a lot of that raw raw you see on instagram you see some some of these people I'm a former, you know, uh, army veteran, blah, blah. You got to wake up. You got to do this. Uh, motivational this, that, all this shit. And you're like, come on, man. Like, that's not. It's it's not real. Yeah, it's not real. And it's not for everyone. Like, sure, there might be some people like that with some old school thing. But, like, there's people who are going to fuck up sometimes. There's people who are going to have a temper. And, like, and how do you control that? Because you, you can't tell somebody, hey, bro, don't be fucking aggressive. Like, yo, I'm aggressive, bro. That's just how, yeah. you, that's how you're going to be. You know what I mean? For sure. It is what it is. So it's like, how how can you find people that are similar to you like that? And like, fuck, man, I can be, be like genuine. that guy too, you know? So it's cool. Like, and, and you do get some cool stuff out of it. I mean, you, what, yesterday you went on a, on a ride along out here now? Yeah, then? yeah. No, that, that was awesome, man. <laughs> and you're uh, from Virginia, right? Yeah, I'm from Virginia Beach. Um, so that's why out here in L.A., a whole different environment, getting to see a ride along. Yeah, no, it was cool. Uh, uh, so Officer uh, Tony Chavez with the Torrance Police, uh, shout out. He's cool. Nice. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he was following me. I guess he's been following me for a little while. Awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm a big supporter of police, always have been. Of and um, and he saw that that live <laughs> with the uh, 
with the with the phony seal at norms and mm-hmm. and he was like hey man thanks for not fucking beating that guy's <laughs> ass that would have been awkward to yeah. uh have to respond to that you know and yeah and uh he, he was like you know if you want to come for a ride along we can definitely do that and i was like hell yeah man let's, yeah, let's clean up the down. streets that's awesome man. how'd that go oh it was, it was awesome man it was a lot of fun um tony's a real stand-up dude like super like just loves what he does and you know, and, and police have, like, such a bad rap with the fucking, like, media and, uh, you know, like, Obama, I think, did a terrible job with, like, police relations, like, and, like, trust, in, you mm-hmm. know, in America. It's like, I mean, I'm, I'm super pro-police and, like, and, uh, you know, I'm not saying that every cop is a fucking saint or good cop, you know, but, sure. like, um, you know, the for the majority, it's like, they, they all... Are, they're all regular people too they all have families and they all are doing a a, a dangerous job i mean For like sure. when when as a seal like i'm like people say like oh thank you for your service and this and that and it's like man that's a dangerous job you do it's like yeah well i'm really only in danger like tr- training is dangerous yeah but i'm only in danger of like the enemy when i'm overseas deployed like police are deployed in the streets every day and like they're a fucking target yeah if they if they you know for for bad people uh they stick out like sore thumbs i mean yeah they're you know, fucking the marked f- you know the first you, ones to, they're the first ones that gotta be there so you know down. it's like it, it, they don't know what they're walking up on and it's like in new york city like you know those fucking cops were assassinated just well that's in what their i was car, gonna you ask know? you man what how how did you see the difference between the police department here in a more suburban area more city like pretty much no trees anywhere compared to how it is in virginia and other places that you've been like is there a big difference in as far as like mentality mm-hmm. as far as just like how they operate because i have a friend who um who both of his parents you know are police chiefs down in miami he's in he's in the uh the academy right now black uh, black belt you know hangs around a lot of other black belts that are also police officers and it's and it's crazy to see even the mentality down there they're black belts and they still walk around with guns the ccw because miami is just that's how it's such a tense environment because like you said there's places like and they've told me hey we're not allowed to drive around in our marked cars after 5 p.m because they're looking to go shoot up cops so everybody will be you know like either in an unmarked car or you're stationed somewhere and that's it and it's that's crazy intense man yeah it's fucking intense and you know what it's like the from i have a ton of uh friends that are police and like they're they're normal people just like you and me like and if and like if just put yourself in their shoes like if you if you deal with anyone in any situation let's forget about cops but like say you go and you're dealing with someone at a store Mm -hmm. and that person's just being a fucking asshole to you like are you gonna want to be like friendly and help this person out are you gonna be like fuck you yeah you know it's like just you give respect you get respect it's like anything else and like I mean, I honestly think it's just like when I when I was raised, like I was told by my parents, like if you speak with a police officer, like be respectful, yes sir, no sir, you know, and be cooperative. Like, and if you know, if I if I got brought home by the police because I was fucking up, like being a retard somewhere, 
dude, I would have got my, I would have been like, just take me to jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah for but sure. I, that's just not how it is. Yeah, with this generation, no, is, you know, and this generation is fuck you and pull out a phone and yeah. record. Like, no, fuck that, man. It's I, a whole, it's a whole different mentality, and that's crazy. the thing. Like, and and like you said, people don't know what they're rolling up on or what can happen. Yeah. And, and it's like it's these like people that. are just they they want to go home to their family at night too. You know, they're they're there to protect and serve and like. Like, if, if this, it's funny because the same people that are, fuck the police, this and that, if they were, like, in the bank, you know, cashing their check and all of a sudden that bitch gets, you know, taken, taken down <laughs> and then now they're hostages, they'd be like, please help, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's no. funny. No, it's true, it's true, but it's, 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 it's fucking it's hypocrites, man. to see, man, and, and just even, even, even just people training, so you're seeing... You're now doing MMA. So what do you think about people, police officers, SEALs, everybody training more hand-to-hand combat, actual, like, close quarters, working working with, like, people like that, like, training how you are now? Do you see a difference in the way you're going about things and the way you just, like, act? Like, do you think that actually training physical combat, whether it's wrestling, jujitsu, striking, changes the way you are as a SEAL or as, like, a professional? Absolutely. Uh, I think... One, I think everybody should train some sort of martial arts. Um, Mm -hmm. One, for discipline. Two, for, like, it's funny. Like, before I started training, I was, like, really quick to fucking snap and, like, just fight someone or whatever. But, like, you know, the more and more you fight, the more you understand what people are capable of. For sure. You know, like, you see. And I tell that to people all the time. I mean, you you see it firsthand. Yeah. You know, uh, you work here at Black House, and there's guys in here that are totally deceiving mm-hmm. and would just whoop your fucking ass, <laughs> you know, without yeah. even busting a sweat. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, you got these people that are, like, in the bars running their mouths or this mm-hmm. and that. I heard a funny-ass quote one time. It was like, the average male overestimates their fighting capabilities by 4,000%. <laughs> and then it, like, it, yeah, and then it, like, cuts to, like, this, like, you know, average, like, Joe Schmo dude, no training whatsoever. He's like, you know, I I really just don't want to get in a fight because I'm afraid I kill somebody. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, real, wishful thinking. Dude, man, it's cra- and it's cra- it's crazy to see because like people like that, like they they ask me all the time, man. But like, isn't it like aggressive, man? The guys with the fighters and all that stuff, and you come and you meet them, and like you said, man, they're dude, the fighter, most fighters are humble. Fighters are 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 generally like very nice, like sort not gentle, but like but, like to humble people because coming into a fight gym is the fastest fucking way to get humbled uh-huh you know there's Real always cool. someone bigger and better there's and it and if you're the biggest baddest dude in your gym go to another gym because there is always someone out there yeah, for bigger sure. better and and for you sure. see that in the fight industry for sure like nobody has a zero at the end of their record forever yeah. you know yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And it's it's a whole different type of humbling experience like that. Because like you said, people understand. They understand what they can do to somebody. They've seen the per- repercussions of it. It's maybe happened to them. You get knocked out cold. You realize real quick, like, shit, man, I don't know if I want to mm. do this to this person. Like, yeah. fuck. Like, you know, you know what you can do when you put somebody in an armbar. You snap their arm off. Like, yeah. bro, you really want to keep going right now? That's, <laughs> like, that's, how, that's how, like, uh, that's how I got started in jiu-jitsu was... Um, I was actually in 2008. These these guys in my class, in my, in my buds class, um, were two small guys, like 135, 140 pounds or so. 
but they were both like state wrestlers and they knew jujitsu like mm. not not like crazy amount but they were like blue belts or something so you know? they knew enough but fucking like a blue belt compared to someone who knows nothing yeah is night it's and day like, yeah yeah it's like they're drowning in yeah. water just like what the fuck yeah you, you don't know what the hell's <laughs> going on and you know and i was like a big aggressive strong guy and like we did this like thing where we wrestled and it was you know i was always like wanting to punch but it was like mm-hmm. okay we're just gonna grapple mm-hmm. and these little motherfuckers were tying me in knots and nice. i was just like damn dude Gear, no gi, no gi. it was no gi but nice. like they were still just tying me in knots and i was just like dude yeah. I need to learn this shit because <laughs> these little guys just em- like embarrassed me, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I was like, wild. man, if, if I if I learn this stuff and I'm like bigger and, bigger and stronger than them, like I could, you know. Really do some Yeah, things. really, yeah, yeah, really yeah, do some sure. Or at least just not get tied in a knot. So yeah. how long have you actually been doing jujitsu? Uh, since 2008, but wow. I, I started uh, at a gym. Like I, I, I basically was just doing no gi. Mm-hmm. with with other friends who knew more than me for sure um you know and i and i really loved it and everything um for for four years but i was you know busy with other things and everything and uh and and i just enjoyed it it was just fun to me it, it wasn't it wasn't something up, you need to go every day like if you yeah, want to yeah. actually move up and, and it's like anything yeah you gotta yeah. be like really proficient with it and then uh, you know and and uh i really was like showing a passion for it and um one of my friends suggested that i, I go check out like an actual gym he's mm-hmm. like you know that's the only way you're gonna get like real good is like through a real instructor and and a real class you know learning real technique and this and that and i was like okay so i'll go and uh and that was in 2012, and and I just fucking loved it. <laughs> just been addicted since. Yeah, that's man. how That's how it is, man. Once you get started and you really start to find your niche and, oh, I can train at this time, I can do this, I can do that, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's Like, fun. now it starts to get, now it starts to get really good. So how'd you end up here at Black House, man? Like, how, how, because, like, you're from Virginia, how, how'd all this happen? You've been out here for a few weeks, like. <laughs> yeah. Enjoying um, the beach, I see you, like, on the beach every day, giving your little talks, riding bike, doing everything, man, enjoying the California lifestyle. Well, you gotta enjoy the California weather. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm out here to train, and, and uh, you can only train for so many hours a day, you know. For sure. And then at the, uh, when you're not training, you might as well throw on your, your uh, sunga and yeah, go, just go put on your Patriot shades and just enjoy <laughs> the sun, man. That's right. If you guys haven't seen, please go to Mitch's uh, Instagram. <laughs> Some really nice uh, patriotic uh, shorts we got. Um, some some nice glasses too. Check, yeah, check my my buddy actually owns that company. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. So the guy the guys that I I did the um, there were two guys that I did the uh, the grease walk with. Yeah. Um, one of them he's uh, he just retired from the uh, medically retired from the SEAL teams and mm-hmm. um, and then Kyle Mannard uh, that's Jeff Gum and then Kyle Mannard is the uh, uh, he's a quad quadriplegic or. Fuck. I think he's technically a quad amputee, even though mm-hmm. he was born that way. Mm-hmm. They tried to explain to me once, but I forgot how. But, uh, forgot how old yeah, he's go. he's a badass dude, though. Oh, but yeah. uh, he, oh, that's a dude that you were riding the bikes with. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's like bear crawled up Mount Kilimanjaro, awesome. Iconcagua. Holy shit! And um, he's from here, from California. Uh, I don't know where he's from. He lives in Pacific Beach, though. Him and nice. Jeff are roommates. But nice. they're in Tokyo right now. Kyle, uh, he does motivational speaking. Awesome. And uh, he's written a book, and he's been on Oprah and everything. Shit, and man. Uh, But, man, he's super... He's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu, trains at Atos, and he's in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Um, Holy shit. I mean, I choked him out, no big deal, but <laughs> he, uh, he, he was always talking shit. He's a shit. beast, man. He's a beast, man, and, like... Uh, 
you got to watch out, man, because he'll come at you like in a car. <sighs> Good luck, because you're you got <laughs> limbs, you got limbs and shit. So he like gets in the way. He's compact. And he's and he'll jab that little fucking nub right in your neck, dude. He's fucking good. He's That's good wild. and he's strong too. He's That's what I'm saying because I saw you trying to use his bike, and even you, you're a strong, dude. You're like they're struggling. And he gets on him. He, like, he's good, man. Shit. Um, and yeah, so he 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 rode his little uh, green machine. That's what we call his bike. Cool. And um, did the did the grease walk, which uh, you know for him the the grease walk was was he had it the easiest, yeah. but that's the first time that he's sure. ever had the advantage that so he took full advantage Fuck of it. Yeah, he was just like that, looking man. at me and Jeff, just like so loving it. So explain a little bit what it's the funny. grease walk actually was, because it, like it's it's a lot. You, we're making it sound like a walk. It's yeah. actually a lot more than just wasn't a walk, a walk in the park. <laughs> yeah. by so any means. A little bit what it's about. Um. So. This uh, this event was called the 300 of Sparta, and it was or the epic march of mm-hmm. 300 of Sparta, and basically we retraced the steps of the Spartans from Sparta, Greece to Thermopylae, which was the battlefield. Exactly. And um, so we there was a group of 20 of us total, mm-hmm. and um, it was the event was to raise money for the Navy SEAL Foundation, awesome. which is like one of the top rated charities in the world. Like, um, so I, I, I do work with the Navy SEAL Foundation nice. and, and go to these events and stuff. And, um, you know, they're a great, great foundation. And like the money helps or the money they raise, like, mm-hmm. like 92 cents of every dollar goes directly to support the families. So and like, it's it, everything yeah. from like, and it, it's of fallen seals. So their mm-hmm. families um, are taken care of like scholarships to like, you know, if, if the fucking, you know, roof breaks or whatever, whatever you know, or yeah. something like that, like no, anything. They, they, taken care of. Yeah. Like they, they cover these guys. So, um, it's a, it's a really great cause. And anyway, uh, I heard about this event and like a month before it happened. And, uh, I was like, man, that sounds epic, you know, <laughs> like, because like, I've always been, I've always had like a, an infatuation with the Spartans and the Spartan, the warrior mentality and the culture and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, don't be a pussy to the max, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, Have uh, you ever done like a trail run, like, uh, like triathlon before or anything no. like that? No. So you've never done any like distance running marathon? Fuck, no, man. no. And, uh, yeah, but I was just, <laughs> I knew it was like going to be hard, but uh, I totally 1000% underestimated this yeah. shit. And <laughs> like, when I, that's where that four thousand percent of yeah 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 exactly right <laughs> so i uh it was like when when um when i first first heard about it i was like oh you know it would be cool if um jeff and i like carried kyle Shit. for the 240 months yeah. <laughs> i'd still be there walking yeah. if that was the case but luckily kyle he's uh-huh. been in like a backpack situation before okay. and he was like fuck that like i'm not doing that do but he wanted to do the event yeah. so so he ended up um buying the green machine bike for the event nice and and like you know we didn't know if if it was going to be too much for him to like hand pedal that you know but he ended up crushing it and um but yeah, so we were like, okay. 
So Jeff and I were like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. You know, we didn't train for it at all. And we were just like, oh, yeah, it's just walking. You yeah. know, like I walk every be. day. Yeah. You know, so who cares? I walked with a pack on, with a pack on, 100-pound pack. Oh, yeah. That should be fine, Like right? uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff did eight miles with a 40-pound pack uh-huh. to train for this. <laughs> Dude, damn, that's it. Yeah, and I didn't do anything. Yeah, and, there uh, you go. But, like, that was, like, part of my thing was, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to – like I was a little, little too cocky. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, I'm going to do this with no training and, uh, you know, and that'll just be like proof that mindset is everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I paid for that hard, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was good though. So, so I, I convinced Jeff and Kyle to do this event and I was like, yeah, it'll be great. So we get there and we're with, we're with these group of people. And to me, like... How many people was it? It was total, 20. Total of 20 people. And uh, to me, but they were all, like, little did I know, mm-hmm. they were all, like, professional triathletes, like, Olympic hopefuls, fucking world record holders, like, people that have trained for this event for a year straight. Yeah, like, knowing, like, yeah, yeah. This like, is, knowing this is that this was going to be, like, this like a serious fucking event. Yeah. And, like, Damn. you know, and some of them were, like, <laughs> two of them were, like, in their 60s. Really? Yeah, and, but they're, you know, like I said, like, multiple Ironman triathlons this and that so they're endurance athletes for sure and uh and I'm looking around and I'm like man none of these guys really even look like all that athletic yeah you know a couple of them did but like for some of them I just totally was just like like, I wrote them off you know just like I don't know if this guy's gonna make it yeah you're like this guy just paid to be here whatever he'll enjoy it and then little (laughs) did I know we start going and Jeff and I are dying in the back trying to keep up. Like, and I'm just like, was it all concrete? Was it? Yeah, like it all? was all pavement and it was, it was, uh, up and down mountains. Greece is very mountainous. Wow. It was, uh, like 28,000 feet of elevation Shit. change and, uh, man. And it was hot. It was like 95 degrees every day. And, um, within, like 18 miles i had blisters like three blisters on each feet on on each foot and uh by like mile 60 both my knees wrapped both my ankles wrapped mile 90 like i couldn't fit into my shoes anymore (laughs) i wear a size 10 luckily uh iron cowboy he uh he had he was a size 12 and a half and he had extra shoes and stuff Mm -hmm. and and um he let me borrow his 12 and a half shoes i could barely Cowboy, lace them. is that the dude that like he he did i don't know how many iron 50, men he did holy 50, shit so you 50 met iron man wow. oh yeah uh, got to do the event with a super holy super crap, nice guy awesome. super humble guys look who look, look that guy yeah up. That's his name is impressive. his name is james lawrence the iron cowboy he actually just just released a book called redefining impossible and it's a great book you should get it but he he uh originally had broken the record for most half Ironmans mm-hmm. in a year. So for those of you who don't know what an Ironman is, it's a 2.4-mile swim followed by a 112-mile bike ride and then a full marathon to finish. That's a full Ironman. He did – the record was 20 uh, – the record was 20 full Ironmans in a year. Shit. So then he broke that rec- – he already had the world record for half Ironmans in mm-hmm. a year. Then he broke the world record for full Ironmans, which was uh, 20. He did 30. And then he was like, you know, that's that's like I haven't reached my limit yet, you know. So then he did 50 complete Ironman, like distance Ironmans. So he did 50 consecutively in a row, like every day in a new state every day. Started in Hawaii, went to Alaska, and then 
all the 48, lower 48. Every single day. Isn't that crazy? No, I mean, that's like, that's that's some superhuman stuff. I'm pretty sure I've seen like like sports science stuff done on that guy because it's super amazing. That's why as soon as you sent him his name, I'm like, bro, I know exactly who that is. Yeah, and and he did it, you know, to raise money for charity and and like he's a super humble guy. His his uh you know he's a super uh, big family man you know mm-hmm. and and um, great role model and you know it, like there's not a whole lot of people that like I look up to and look for to for motivation but he's he's definitely someone that like inspired me you know and it was just like wow you know that's, that's super impressive so for sure so you were running with him yeah yeah he was on the on the uh, walk with us and um, you know and and even he was like damn this is no joke you know <laughs> so I was like holy crap this guy is like thinking it's so you said he lent you some shoes like he went yeah. barefoot or he no 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 he oh. had he had a bunch because um, oh, okay. he's sponsored by like uh, Ultra mm-hmm. and they're like a good hiking or running shoe I guess and uh, he, he let me borrow borrow his shoes so that mm-hmm. thank god yeah, and I wore, I wore them the rest of the time and like everyone there like because I was so unprepared for that mm-hmm. I mean I, I literally brought one pair of tennis shoes and like some shorts and you know so for something like I didn't that, bring any kind of compression I didn't bring you should definitely bring multiple shoes because um, it like helps for blisters like really? like the wear spots you know okay. and uh, like I didn't bring any compression socks I didn't bring any like knee braces or anything like just that. Just raw dogging it. <laughs> yeah, just raw dogging it, dude. Just going for it. Fuck it. And uh, but luckily, the everyone there was super experienced and well well prepared and mm-hmm. and like you know, they they were all looking at me like you fucking dumbass. Like yeah. what did you think this was? Yeah. And I'm like I thought it was gonna be easy. Yeah. And they're like no, you know. So luckily everyone there like you know here's a compression sock, here's a compression you know here's a yeah. knee brace or whatever. So. I was like a little, the million dollar man yeah, just, at the end, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but just, I mean, I was struggling hard. How many days was it in total? It was eight days of, wow. of, uh, continuous the March. Yeah. Wow. And it was like 12 hours a day, um, six 30 to six 30 normally. And how many miles did you guys cover in a day? Pretty much like 30, Shit. you know? And it was, uh, it, but it, it just took all fucking day, man. And it, like you said, it was up mountainous terrain. I'm sure you dude, had to make some turns. It's it a went, lot. Nothing's in a straight line. I'm no. guaranteed. I mean, so. but even then, I mean, yeah. there was a point where we did like five miles in just like a straight line, and mm-hmm. you're just like, God, dude, <laughs> so and it's walking, so it's slow, and like, can but, you jog or no? Yeah, I mean, you could, but like, it, it was initially a walk, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, but the walking, like, it it really was a whole nother animal. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's why I started running mm-hmm. because. I couldn't walk anymore. It hurt too bad. Really? It it hurt just as bad to run, but it was getting done faster. Faster. So like, yeah. I mean, I was I was doing everything. I mean, I was swinging my arms like Vince McMahon, <laughs> trying to like use my upper body to like get some some momentum, some momentum anything. anything, man. And then like, I mean, like going downhill that mm-hmm. that like sheer impact on your knees and the weight hitting mm-hmm. it it just destroyed my knees man like i was in so much pain and um and like it, it was to the point where like some of the hills i was going backwards down you know yeah and i'm like so i'm like vince mcmahoning just to use different muscles walking just backwards just to do. relieve some like pain for a little bit but it's just like it's unrelenting yeah all day you know and then when you get like we got to our hotel at night like we stayed at hotels along the route mm-hmm. and it was like you you get you get to the hotel you shower you eat and then you're like 
stretching and doing like kind of like you have to do some sort of therapy say, like, or yeah, else you're going to be fucked the next day. With them? Like what do people do? I mean, people like everyone was stretching. There was like, um, KT tape, I'm sure. All yeah. Over yeah. Place, all rock that tape, stuff. all that stuff. People like taking care of their blisters, this and that. And, um, I mean, like, so you had to do that, and then you had to go to bed because you're fucking up getting up. You're waking up at, like, 5 so you can eat some breakfast and, like, yeah. like bandage your wounds before you get going. And, and then that's it. We got to go. Walking. Walk another 30 fucking miles. Fuck, Seriously. dude. Fuck. So, like, <laughs> dude, like, the waking up, you just feel say, like you get. What day did it, did, it, did it start getting, like, really old and testing you? Day one. Day one? <laughs> the by the, day, by, the, like, by the end of day one, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> this sucks. And then, like, waking up, for, more waking up for day two, oh, I felt like you got hit by a truck. Oh, my God. And then, like, day three, you're just like, I have five i after today i have five more fucking days like you're just like damn this sucks (laughs) so like uh and like there was times where you know you're by yourself like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like like the majority of the group was like there was like you know it kind of splits up into into paces you know like the real fast guys were in front and then the medium then the slow stragglers you know are all spread out and uh like so there was a lot of times where you know, you're by yourself and you're just walking. And you just have your thoughts. And you, were you guys listening to music at all or no? I had I had uh, brought like headphones and, but you know, even then, like yeah, it's just like after a while, you're like, after a while, you're like, all right, cool. You know, yeah. yeah, and you're just like, fuck. Yeah. And wow. and that's the hard part is just like getting. You know, you got to get out of your head and, you know, and uh, it just sucks. And you know, everyone else is suffering too. And you know and and for me though like i was like embarrassed you know because i was like god damn yeah i am you're usually you're usually at the i'm top not of used the to like being like the yeah. fucking weakest link for and sure. and i absolutely like i was me and jeff and i were the weakest links in the beginning you know and um were you near them at most most of the parts in the race or were you mostly like by yourself no or? i was like always like seeing little specks <laughs> you know and uh and then like by by day it was in the the morning of like day four Mm -hmm. i was just like man this this is unbelievably hard and like i i think i bought a bit off more than i can chew and like you know and i'm i'm literally thinking to myself like man you know i don't know if i can do this like really started to die honestly like i 100 percent. i was just like dude i don't know if i can do this this is just too fucking hard and like i don't know i was just thinking like how the fuck how the fuck am i failing so badly right now and like and i'm just like oh my god you know all everyone knows i'm doing this walk like there's 50,000 fucking people that look to me for motivation and i'm the guy who says don't be a pussy fucking mm-hmm. mind says everything just fucking do it you know and you know and right now i am fucking failing and yeah. i am and i'm being a pussy and i just like <laughs> my mindset is shit because i'm like i don't know if i can do this you know yeah. and and i genuinely had that conversation with myself of uh how am i you know what am i going to say to these people like hey i'm sorry i failed you know like i i gave it my best and it wasn't enough this and that and 
and I was just like, "Were you documenting it at all? Were you going live? Because I didn't meet you. No, I, I didn't recently, go. I, I didn't, didn't go live. I don't think the whole time I was in Greece. But it was because I didn't have one. I didn't have signal, mm-hmm. you know. And then two, uh, like it was just like if we had Wi-Fi every once in a while, it was like shitty Wi-Fi too. But enough people knew that you were actually doing this. Event. Oh yeah, everyone knew I was there doing it, you know. And um, so um, yeah, I'm like like having this like conversation with myself of like what I'm gonna say to these people and like what like you know, and then I'm thinking like fuck, I just like I've been working so hard on getting this this brand MASF off the ground and like it's all like about motivational shit and mm-hmm. this and that, and I'm like everything I stand for is gonna fucking be completely fucking useless like it's really hitting you like, in the face like oh you're god face to face with it the for genuineness real. like is 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 real you know because yeah, i can't imagine you're sitting there thinking like bro i talked somebody out of fucking suicide and i'm here and, I, Dude, and i'm not gonna do this bro, i was like my kidding me? my brand is like gonna be completely useless like there's gonna be no value to it yeah. you know if i can't practice what i preach like i'm fucking i'm no good i'm, yeah. no, I'm worth nothing yeah so like that honest conversation with myself and that genuine like pain I felt was like more painful than my fucking knees feet hips ankles all combined and I was just like fuck that fuck this fuck that I am not going to fail and just crumble like this I don't fucking care I'd rather die and I was just like at that like seriously at that moment I just fucking took off running and I didn't stop (sighs) and like I fucking passed everybody and I just was like, fuck it, dude. I'm just, I'm running. Yeah, I and, can't walk anymore. I got to get it done. I got to get it done. I got to uh. just get to done. And, like, I got to the end, and, like, I just had, like, a whole new mindset, honestly. And, like, it hurt, yeah, but but the the relief I felt. It's almost like an epiphany. The rel- yeah, like, the relief I felt um, from the pain of having to tell people I failed. You know, that relief was, like, so wonderful that, like, I didn't give a fuck about the pain anymore. You know, I just accepted it and was like, fuck it. And then, like, I got to the finish line and, and, like, Kyle comes strolling down the hill in his (laughs) little green machine. And he, like, he looks at me and he's like, are you fuck? What the fuck? You know, and and everyone, like, when I passed everyone, they were just like. Like they seen a ghost, you know, yeah. and and like everyone's like, what what happened to you? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah. I honestly don't know. And then like, I just kept doing that. And then like, but on the last day, it was like, because uh, I had been to Greece before, I'd been mm-hmm. to Thermopylae before, and um, I remembered like what the mountain range looked like, you know, at the hot gates. And we were on the last day, we were 20 miles from the start to our final to the stop. final stop and and i was just like it's here <laughs> i'm fucking going yeah and i and like i just ran as fast as i fucking could non-stop to the finish yeah and and i've like yeah it, it was like an that, amazing fucking feeling man that's what i'm saying like when you're done like you prove like and and you're proving to everybody else but more, most importantly you're like you're reassuring to yourself like yo i'm who uh, i fucking say I it, am. And, and, like, that, and that's exactly what no it was man it it like i learned so much on that fucking walk and like just about myself and humility and you know i i was so full of humble pie i could fucking puke <laughs> on day like 
you know, three, day two even, you know, For I was sure. just like, but day four, like at rock bottom, you know, and and then to, to finish like I did, you know, it it really like solidified what I am about and what I believe in and what I preach. And like, it made me feel like, you know, like one thing I hate is ingenuineness mm-hmm. and you know, and there's a lot of, I, I, I lived up to what I, you know, I did what I said, you know what I mean? So I, it was a great feeling. And then just like how monumental the, an epic, the event was itself was like awesome to be a part For of. Sure. And then like, just the the group that I was with was so fucking awesome, and you know, and I totally like discredited all them from the beginning. You know, I judged books by the covers. Like, you know, I was just like, ah, I really don't like. Nah, I'm not interested in any yeah. of these people. But then by the end of it, dude, like those, I like missed those that group of people. It was fucking awesome, man. <laughs> we had we had such a great time. So many laughs, like, and like they're like such motivating awesome people to be around and it's like i had such a good time being around these people that are they they are used to pushing themselves they're not okay with mediocrity you know like they they push the limits they push themselves it's fucking it's awesome to be around for sure you know and then like you're you spend time with these people on the road eight days you know so you get to hear their stories you're out there walking with people for fucking 12 hours a day like you get to hear their stories and so you've only shared with those people those 20 people yeah it's like we got now we have a bond you know like we've all been through some shit it's the same thing with buds you know that's why seals are like tight you know it's because we've all we've been through that fucking serious you know grind and like you know you know what it's like because you were right there with me like we've been through some shit together you know and like uh, life altering situations yeah that man. where it really pushes you to the the thin line of who that's, you are that's where you really find what you're made of is when you're you're pushed to the fucking limit and the harder you're pushed and the digger or the uh, deeper you have to dig in yourself that's when you really find what you're fucking made of yeah for sure 100 percent. that's one thing that i that that i see whether it's like financially or, or however man like because there's people who can't necessarily do those type of things but like even just taking a chance and like being tired of your fucking job that you're doing every single day and like you have to push yourself and like and and being at that point of like hey i'm broke and i don't i can't do what i want am i gonna keep fucking living this life am i gonna keep just sitting here and taking it or like are you gonna like push yourself and and be who you want to fucking be because it's it's a it's a it's a whole different thing man but no nah, man it was uh really dope having you on today man and I mean, super excited. Hopefully, you come back to Black House sometime soon, man. Really, uh. Yeah, really. no, I, 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 uh, I get out, I get out of the the military soon, and um, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna be fighting full time, and hopefully, I'll be getting into uh, motivational speaking with Kyle, and and um, and you know, Kyle and Jeff and I, we we have some plans in the works that hopefully we can we can get going, and uh, like Jeff or Kyle and I, we are uh, our next adventure we want to do is we want to bear crawl up a mountain because he's already done it you know he has no choice but to bear crawl up a mountain but like so like i want to see what it's like to to be in his shoes you know holy crap and uh so we're gonna damn we don't know what mountain yet but um that's gonna be the next thing but yeah anyway uh but like i was saying black black house uh this is the school i've been coming to and 
And, uh, you know, I've been here six times now. Any plans to move out here to the West Coast? God, I fucking... <laughs> dude. You know that question's coming, bro. <laughs> I like visiting California, but I I don't know, man. I would hate to live here, I think. It's just so much traffic and, like... I'm such a, I'm such an impatient person, so, like, when I pull up somewhere and I have to spend 20 minutes fucking looking for parking, park, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, I'm just ready to kill somebody. <laughs> and so I don't know. Like, it's such a – it's, like, seriously such a turnoff for me. Yeah. I mean, the training partners out here are amazing. The, the coaches and the facilities are awesome. But, uh, I mean, you can only do that so many hours yeah. a day, and then you yeah. got to fucking live here. But And it, it's so expensive, too, you know? It's yeah. super crowded. Like, I wish they put up a fucking – like you know just like a, a capacity all right you know what <laughs> Each state we're fucking full yeah go. we're full you can't come move here until yeah. someone dies or moves Trust out me, man, like, I'm from miami i know exactly how that shit is man you so know i'm just bad. i'm not about that shit so yeah. I, I don't know if I'm, I'm gonna end up out here or not that's awesome no man but hey I, I mean i can i can definitely just see you out here training with the guys man i mean like you definitely have a good future in the M mma world and just like that like just keep doing what you're doing man like you're you're obviously sh motivating a shit ton of people like yeah, no, and that's 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 what I would really like to end up doing. I think is 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 more motivational stuff, and like I want to live my life to like, you know, no stone no stone unturned kind of thing. Like I don't want to I don't want to be old and like, man, I wish I would have done this or that, sure. you know. And like and I and when I do these these cool events like like buds or or like this seal walk or go you know. MMA fight, you know, like, you know, I, I recently I'm working on my private plane license, you mm -hmm. know, so like pilot license and like, it's just like shit I've wanted to do, you know, I'm like, oh, I want to go fly plane. So I'll do it. You know, I go For do sure. it. And like, so there's, there's so much shit I want to do. Like, you know, being, be, being an MMA fighter is like, I'm, I love it. It's, I'm passionate about it. But it's not the only thing I want. Yeah, it's just another chapter. Sure, it's another man. chapter in the book. So, For sure. um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I got all kinds of shit I want to do. That's awesome. That's the most important part, man, like that, because that's, that, that's honestly, like, what it's about. It's raw life, man. It's actually about doing what you want to do and, like, that. Like, you're documenting the whole process of actually showing people how to do it, where you're, like, just... I wanted to do this, so I'm going to go do it. Did I suck? Did I fucking suck ass for four days, want to quit? Absolutely. But did I get it done? Absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's, like that. and that's and the thing, man. You know? It's like, you know what? I'm no fucking, I'm not a superhero. I'm not a fucking super specimen by any means, man. Like, I'm not the best fucking fighter. I'm not this and that. But the difference is, like, when I, when I have that idea of, you know, this will be cool or I want to do this, I fucking mm -hmm. go do it. And it's okay to fail. Just don't give up, mm -hmm. you know? It's just if you get knocked down, get back up. And, like, that, that's, that's the difference between me is, like, and I, and I don't have um, too much pride for that, you know? Like, for sure. And that, that's the thing I think a lot of people are afraid of failure, and like you know, there's I'm sure there's tons of fucking people that would be amazing MMA fighters, but they don't want to fucking take that risk of being humiliated by you know or you know what they consider being humiliated, beaten up in front of everyone, mm -hmm. you know, which 
It's a sport, man. Shit happens. Like yeah, for sure. But, but like, either way, I mean, you're you're better for it in the fact of like you showed up and like you said, you're you, the man in the arena. Yeah. Uh, when he said that to Elon yesterday, I knew exactly what you were talking about, and and like it just flew over his head. I'm like, bro, like that's that's such a good like it's such a good like passage. Uh, it's one of my favorite passages. It's just like yeah, Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, man. And it's just it's so true. Like and and just the more you show up, more often than not, like and the more you complete things, not. Did you complete things in first place, last place? But the more you show up and fucking get shit done, more mm-hmm. often than not, you're going to start getting a little bit better, a little bit better. And, when and take, even if you don't, who yeah, gives a fuck? You're yeah. the man in the arena. But you, you start you start learning self-awareness. You start really discovering who you are and the happiness of who you are as a person. Because like you said, you're discovering who you are as a person. You're not an MMA fighter. You're, you're a SEAL. You're all these different things. Like you're, you're all, all these things encompass of who you are, like as a person. And you, you're like... You're directing that. Those things don't direct who you who you're trying to be every single day. How you how you feel like you're in control of your life. You're saying I'm gonna go do these things, and you go and do them, and then people see them, and it's like, man, it's all these. No, man, I'm just doing what feels right in my heart, what I want to do as a person, and and that's like, and that's why I feel like people. A lot of people wish they can do that, and that's why I feel like that motivation. But they can thing do that. Comes in and they can. You they know, can. it's like that's the thing yeah. is this is not. A secret I'm holding, no. you know. <laughs> I don't have any fucking tips or tricks or yeah. whatever. Just execute. Yeah. Do something. If you're 100%. like, you know what, I want to do this, then fucking do it. It's For that sure. simple. For it's sure. really that simple and and that easy. Like, and I I'm not. I I you know I lived in a fucking trailer park growing up. Like, I didn't have anything special about me or, or anything other than I just did what I said I wanted to do and I you know however you got to go about that you know the journey of a thousand miles starts with the first steps for sure you just gotta fucking do it I love it man (laughs) well thank you brother thank you for coming on man it was awesome hey thanks for having me I really appreciate it hell yeah man starting off the freaking getting back into a podcast game like this man couldn't couldn't be any better man hey this is my first podcast uh that i have done with like microphones oh, and a headset no, and all this shit uh, every, every, back, we'll the, the whole studio the, set the up. other ones have been on skype or whatever uh, so. okay nah man we're we're about that man so awesome brother. it's good it's legit thank you, <laughs> yeah Appreciate no problem it. thanks Dope.